following podcast is a special presentation of Answers for Elders featuring Evergreen Washelli. And welcome back to the program, everyone. I am here with our wonderful Dan White from Evergreen Washelli Memorial, and he is Northwest Territory Manager of Abbey View Memorial Park. And that is another location of the Evergreen Washelli that's off of 99. Abbey View is actually in Kenmore area, is that correct? Correct. It's actually Briar. Briar. Mm-hmm. In Briar, that's Briar. right. Yeah. That's right. I no always worries. think, why do I always think Kenmore when I think Briar? I know they're next it door. Borders, huh? <laughs> it borders. It does border Briar, so that's yeah. exactly why. <laughs> you know, Dan, obviously a great amount of our listeners here, um, especially on KGNW, mm-hmm. have um, a real strong affiliation with the church. And I, their spiritual home is very important to them. And Obviously, there's a lot of inter, I guess, interconnectivity between what you guys do at Evergreen Washelli and working with various different um, spiritual type communities. And I think it's really great that you want to talk about, you know, how what how do you interact or what's the process with working with spiritual communities in the area? Okay. Absolutely. So tell me a little bit about just an overview, and then we'll get into the details in a second. Like, how okay. do you do that? Well, it just – it really it depends on the particular um, religion mm-hmm. uh, because each of the, the different churches have different protocols or traditions that they follow. Right. But we are very versed in, in all of those. So – we serve the LDS community, and theirs is a little different. We serve uh, the Catholic community. Mm-hmm. Theirs is a little different. We also have very orthodox. We also have the Jewish community that mm-hmm. we also serve uh, to do burials and such. So right. uh, they all have their own own intricacies and special requests. Uh, but I think as a general overall view, uh, sometimes the churches will provide things that we typically as funeral homes can provide, meaning perhaps the programs. Mm-hmm. We can certainly do that. Uh, we also, with a lot of churches, depending on the church, if there's a viewing involved mm-hmm. and an open casket, that can be done at the church facility. Or if they don't have room, then sometimes we will do it at one of our facilities. Mm-hmm. Uh, but. Uh, we, a funeral director, will go and will um, drive the hearse to the location, the church, where the service is going to be held. They will, if they have pallbearers, then they get involved. They will be responsible for uh, caring for right. for the loved one and uh, will help coordinate that along with the pastor, minister, priest, uh, whomever, who is really in charge of that service, and we are simply there to help serve and help facilitate uh, the service with respect to uh, the casketed loved one. That's amazing. So obviously, because you are aware with the different types of traditions of different types of churches, um, <clears throat> if a family, let's say, wants to come in and plan when a loved one is lost, do you find that oftentimes you'll have a member of their congregation or like a spiritual leader, like say a minister or something like that, involved in that planning? Sometimes. Okay. It, it, sometimes yes and sometimes no. Sometimes they will come to us first. Okay. Because where we have to schedule is, uh, A, we have a lot of 
of important paperwork and right. filling out the death certificate and doing You handle that. kind of the nuts yeah. and bolts of everything. So yeah. that and that's where then B we start talking about maybe the ideas of when and the location and they share that they do want to have it mm-hmm. at the church or if they want to use it at one of our facilities and they want to have a priest or pastor come and do the service at one of our locations. Which is probably very common. I that happens, imagine. and then a lot of times we, we will go to the, the different churches. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then the family will then, after they leave us for the initial, they'll coordinate a time. And then Got we it. have to coordinate a time in our schedules to make sure that we can accommodate that. If right. we don't already have other families at that point that have taken up that time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I suppose, too, um, you know, like you said, there's different requirements based on different religions. Mm-hmm. And so yes. obviously, I'm sure <clears throat> those are some of the questions that you ask up front. Um, if somebody has a, a lost a loved one and they come to you, um, is, if there's any specific religious requests that they have. Is that correct? Yes, yes, we absolutely do. And we can make arrangements for that. Uh, a lot of times, as an example with the LDS, uh, a lot of times they require a bishop or the family members that will help to come and dress their de- ah, departed. I do and know so, that. Yes. And so we, we make arrangements for families to be able to do that. Okay. Uh, in the Jewish uh, uh, tradition, uh, in our cemeteries, we don't use a, a liner a concrete liner because everything is very natural and they are generally placed in a casket which is totally wood with no metal. Wow, wow. And so that's just a couple of examples of what we do. Yeah, and that's that's important because obviously in – to work with a company like yours that is well-versed in working with the religious community, whatever that is, um, you have a good collaborative relationship with, let's say, for example, whether it's you know uh, Protestant, Catholic, different types of uh, divisions of the Protestant Church. Um, you, I'm sure you'll find that you know you have kind of a rhythm in place that you work within those yes. types of communities. Yes. and. Yeah. Uh, that's very true. <laughs> you know, it's, it takes a lot of experience, which you guys certainly have. So, Dan, as far as the, as far as the church service itself with mm-hmm. working, um, you know, if you work with churches, is, does it, is it more money to have a memorial service in a church as opposed to in your property, or is it about the same? Well, uh, for us, as far as our staffing mm-hmm. and for that service, uh, it doesn't matter okay. it, whether it could be just either a graveside service, right? It could be a service in a in our chapel mm-hmm. or in a church or another location, right? That's all the same to us. Okay, where that service is, uh, same yeah. pricing. That's yes. incredible. And then, of course, obviously, there's other types of considerations. So, if that individual was a veteran. That passed away. Correct. Um, then there's a whole other aspect. Is that correct? If they're a yeah. veteran, if there's an if there's a request. Yes. If there's a request for that, then typically, most of the time, the the veteran services or the the um, plane of taps 
the presenting of the flag. Mm -hmm. The flag a lot of times will be draped over the casket. Correct. That yeah. could be at the church service. The, that, that will happen. But then once we go and move to the cemetery, that is generally where the, the honor guards are and do the presentation. They will actually remove the flag from the casket and present mm -hmm. it. They will play taps. They will go through the folding of the flag, mm -hmm. and then they will kneel and present it to whomever is supposed to receive Got it. the flag. It's very, uh, it's very impressive. And, uh, yeah, it is. And sometimes uh, we'll have a live bugler that will be there, and sometimes we'll even have uh, bagpipes. That, uh, wow. Place. I so, love bagpipes. Yeah. So <clears throat> very, very uh, interesting <laughs> and very, very fun, and, and it honors uh, you know, your loved one. Yeah, and they're for their service as well. Exactly. So as far as, um, you know, working with Abbey View, if you're going to mm -hmm. pre-plan, obviously, a religious service for your with your church, um, what are some considerations someone should have in coming to you and pre-planning? Well, uh, know which, which church, mm -hmm. and uh, we can generally kind of give them an idea of, of how things progress. Right. A lot of times what we're seeing now as compared to older times where generally you would go, you would have the funeral service. Mm -hmm. Then you would leave and procession and you would go to the cemetery for the final committal. Right. And uh, the priest or pastor would be there to do that. And then everybody would return and go back to the church for a repast mm -hmm. and celebration. What we're beginning to see some people do, some families, is they will have the service and then they'll immediately have the reception. And sometimes then the family will leave that reception and they'll have a more of a private, private. graveside committal. That makes a lot of sense. So, so you just, have kind of that have special options. time. And <clears throat> and what I really like is the fact that, you know, today at this day and age, funerals aren't just blueprint anymore. You can do nope. anything. And I'm yes. sure, um, you know, yes. with the with the different types of, of religious preferences, mm -hmm. um, those those I'm sure are shifting as well in many cases. You know, I, I, I can imagine that. There's a lot of differences as as the world changes, you know, yes. as we are becoming more environmentally conscious as well. I think that a lot of people are choosing cremation just for that reason. And um, like what you said earlier, like there's such a huge um, percentage of our population here in the Pacific Northwest that are choosing cremation over burial. And that's yes. unusual compared to the rest of the country. Is that correct? That is correct. Wow. Here we're about 75%. Uh, wow! Cremation. Yeah, we're back in the southern the southern part of the country, the Midwest. Cremations probably it's less than twenty percent. Wow! Now, do you think that has to do with? Um, I mean, the like West they call us the left coast. Yes. Does it <laughs> does it have to do? Is it like that in Oregon and California too, more so, or is it just the state so. of Washington? Well, this is, I know, in the Northwest, those are the statistics. But I think in California, uh, cremation is up as well. Wow. And, yeah. And probably in big probably. cities, I, yes. would, I would guess, the me yes. metropolitan cities. Yes. So, Dan, how do we reach you? 
You can reach me at Abbeyview Memorial Park by calling us at 425-483-0555. Or you can reach me by email at dwhite at washelly.com. Dan, thanks so much for being on the program. Thanks, Susan. This has been a special presentation of Answers for Elders featuring Evergreen Washelly. For more information about Evergreen Washelly, their website is washelly.com. That's W-A-S-H-E-L-L-I.com. It's time to rethink, renew, and reimagine retirement. Hey, everybody. Jared Sebesta here, host of Retire Repurposed. Now, this podcast is about the non-financial parts of retirement, which many times can be even more challenging than the financial. We believe retirement is not the end, rather the beginning of what could be the most impactful, purposeful, and fulfilling season of a person's life. So don't retire. Become repurposed. To listen now, search Retire Repurposed on your favorite podcast platform, Senior Resource, or Life Audio.